I know video has been such a big deal for a while, but video is so important, you know, going live, anything video, and because it's so easy to edit now, the more action, the more well-received it is, for sure. Welcome to the Business Mastermind Podcast with business strategist, speaker, and author, Gavin Preston. Tap into this meeting of minds between everyday business people on their journey to master business growth. Join them as they share strategies, insights, and shortcuts to help you survive and thrive in business and life as you scale your business and achieve a bigger impact. Hello and welcome back to the Business Mastermind podcast. Today, my guest is Anna Maria Reigns. Uh, Anna is the founder of Simplified Impact, easy for me to say. Uh, she's an entrepreneur, digital marketing expert and CEO uh, of a growth marketing agency for B2B com- companies, Simplified Impact. And uh, today, we're going to be speaking about how the world is changing in 2021 from a marketing point of view and what are some of the things that are going to be really, really important. So, Anna, welcome to the Business Mastermind podcast. Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. So let's kick off with a little background on you, about your business background, what makes you tick, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I started the agency about three years ago um, and we have been growing strong since 2017. I mean, this year was definitely um, changed a lot of things, but we did sure. really skip a beat as far as our agency and clients, et cetera. So that was really good knock on wood. Um, I, you know, I have been in the industry since probably 2004. Um, starting with like Facebook, I did fashion marketing. Um, and then I moved into traditional, uh, digital agencies. I worked at one in Boston, one in Manhattan, um, with, you know, working with clients such as, um, Foot Locker, Aer Lingus, um, trying to think HSN. So, and I really got a lot of really, um, great experience and was able to go on my own about three years ago. And now we mostly focus on B2B clients. Fantastic. Now, we just, before we pressed record, um, realized or shared an observation that uh, you you vocalized that I'd noticed actually in recent conversations with clients, but hadn't really spent time talking about it or given it much thought, is that we're both independently seeing a number of clients that finishing 2020 or their Q4, depending on how it turns out, looks like they're going to be pretty flat compared to last year, which to many is a relief because they think they thought they were going to be the way down in 2020. So just can you speak to that in terms of your observations, why that might be and how some of your clients, if they have a, a reasonably good Q4, will be able to finish flat compared to 2019? Yeah, I think, um, you know, there's a lot of clients that are going to finish flat and that's what we're noticing. Um, when I look at the numbers and when we see the numbers, I think one of the biggest things that I see with my clients that are finishing flat or are slightly over one, they never pause their ads. They never stopped, you know, they never stopped anything. They just, even though internally they were like having a panic attack because month over month they were like, you know, 60% down, 70% down. They're like, Oh my gosh. Um, and just the whole of everything. Um, some of my clients are also parents, you know, so they were dealing with, um, homeschooling. Some of them, I do have a couple brick and mortar. So, um, and, and they too are also finishing flat. Um, 
but they never stopped, you know, outwardly, they, they continued and almost doubled down on like their efforts and how much they were doing organically. Also, um, ad spend went down slightly for a couple months. So I think that had a lot of to contribute with it. And then they got really innovative. Um, some of them built virtual showrooms. Um, some of them started to do more lives. It was just really uh, how you reacted to it and how, you, you know, what you did to make it work. Then I had, did have a couple smaller clients that um, did pause everything. And I think they're still down because okay. I think in a time of panic, the best thing to do, or, you know, when everything goes back, like I go back to this, um, it was this article I remember reading, I think it was Anchor Entrepreneur when everything was happening with the pandemic. And they talked about who succeeded in 2008. And it was anyone who didn't stop. No matter how afraid you are, you just did not stop. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. So carry on with that advertisement, carry on that promotion. But another thing that I saw, people making an effort but taking real care to stay relevant. Yeah, absolutely. And relevant without really um, talking about the pandemic, right? Because we were filled with all that news. So it's like, you want to be relevant, but at the same time, you like, you don't want to add to the fear. Mm-hmm. And if you were doing advertisement, you would get shut down. So it was really just, you know, being in people, whatever it is that you did, continuing to do that with that same tone of relevancy and not really bringing up that, okay, this is what's happening. Um, I had actually, one of my clients is a 55 plus community builder. So they build 55 plus communities and they're in the business of like, you know, selling them fast, turning them over. Um, So the pandemic and people not being able to come in to see the locations was really detrimental and um when we closed we started doing facebook lives and starting to show that way and we were able to sell three five hundred thousand dollar homes via facebook lives no way yeah it all they never set foot in the place before they confirmed that they they would come in they would do the whole virtual i mean people were i mean so it's in the new york area so everyone was leaving new york um but yeah it was uh it was crazy. It was, it was really interesting. So they're out in the Hamptons area and people leaving New York city were moving in just to clarify that. Um, but yeah, if, yeah, uh, unbelievable. And their sales have been, you know, going at a much faster rate than they were in the beginning of the year. Um, again, we have continued to do the Facebook lives. We have continued, we set up so many different, um, processes that we didn't have before where people could, um, we had a calendar link, right? So we had special hours when where someone could come in and know that there's nobody else there. It would just be them, you know, once things opened up. So just a lot of things that we did um, and acted fast and implemented that. Yeah. It's been really good. So in terms of your business, then you obviously carried on um, your marketing and promotion, your lives. Um, did you actually write brand new business, attract new clients over that period? Yes, I did. Actually, this is crazy. Yeah. So we had some clients again, same thing. They kind of looked at what they were doing. I mean, prospects and they were like, okay, whatever we're doing before wasn't working, but they were looking at their budgets, right? So their budgets were bigger and like, it wasn't working, but you know, whatever, it's fine. Now they're working with smaller budget. Mm -hmm. They're like, well, 
we, we can't afford to keep sort of winning. We, we have to win. So we came in, we did analysis and we're like, listen, we can get you here. And we gave them a timeline and we fulfilled that timeline. Um, and yeah, we were able to attract, um, probably two to three new clients, which for us in our space, B2B and at our price point is really good. Fantastic. And I know from your website that you're very data driven in your approach to marketing and ads and, uh, and your marketing strategies. So when you're help when you first starting to work with a with a with a new client that's not really winning but needs their smaller budget to ensure that they do win where do you start so um it's much easier to start with their ads right so that to us is really important um and then we move into um the website, like really looking at the CRO, like looking at like, okay, where are like, how are people moving through your funnel and how can we best get you through that funnel so that get your customers through that funnel so that they convert. So conversion rate, I feel like a lot of people don't look at that right away and they're not looking at CRO and things like that. So that's one of the first things we do after looking at like, okay, where are the inefficiencies in ads, which we can usually find a lot right away. Okay, fantastic. So C-R-O-O, conversion rate optimization. Yep. Yep, fantastic. So <laughs> what did you notice shift um, in terms of online on digital marketing over the course of the last six months and do you think will continue into next year uh, about where's the new emphasis? What are the trends that have come to the surface? What did you stop doing and what did you start doing more of? I think that, you know, um, one of the things that has been really important before we started recording, I started to say about how important it is it's going to be to be in person again mm. and to have these conferences are going to scale back, but there's going to be more of an in-person emphasis. But I also think that not being in person, you know, like the, the Zoom meetings and things like that are, are going to be really important too. Like they're going to continue. I know um, for my husband, he does fashion um and he well he's in the fashion industry and he um started to do like set up our garage like a zoom uh, like a showroom and i mean wow. he has cameras and lights like he has multiple cameras and light. i mean it looks wow. it's really well done um and he yeah i think that will continue i think his travel will not be as much um i think people will travel less and they'll find that they want to continue to potentially not go back to such a fast pace, but still that in-person is going to be really important. Yeah. You can't, I think Zoom is great. And I'm finding certainly in my own business, uh, how good it is not to travel or not to travel as much, but yeah. certain meetings. And when I, uh, I think my first client session after lockdown, face-to-face -face doing a quarterly strategic planning day, some of the depth of the conversation and the chemistry would have struggled to be as good the day would have struggled to have been as fruitful I think over zoom as it was you know face to face yeah I agree with that I agree with that because it's just this, like emotion right that's carried through um so I totally agree with that so you think there's going to be more in-person sort of meetings more in-person travel maybe not sort of q1 next year but certainly as you get into q2 and q3 next year yeah q3 and I and the thing is that They'll be more important. I think people are going to be particular about 
how and when and where they travel to. So, you know, time is going to be less wasted. People aren't just going to jump on a plane just because, but they're going to be exactly what you're saying, strategic meetings, you know, quarterly strategic meetings. And then other than that, you know, you're limiting that, you know, you're not traveling all the time. I mean, my husband and I were traveling like a few times a month. Now we don't, I don't travel at all. So um, I don't mind picking up a little bit, you know, but I don't want to go back to traveling. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure there's be many people that think this and feel yeah, the same way. Hi, Gavin here. I wanted to say a huge thank you. Thank you to all of you who have bought a copy of my book, Survive and Thrive, How to Secure, Scale and Succeed in Business. The feedback's been excellent. Copies have gone to all four corners of the planet. I'm so grateful and humbled. I also wanted to let you know that now the audiobook version is out. The audio format can be got from audible.co.uk or audible.com or from my website, surviveandthrive.cc. It was a lot of fun recording the audiobook and hopefully you'll pick up my passion as I take you through all the insights, strategies and case studies to help you not only survive but thrive through uncertain times. So go to audible.com or audible.co.uk to check out Survive and Thrive by Gavin Preston or grab it from my website, surviveandthrive.cc. Have you seen any... uh changes or shifts in different platforms then so you've seen the growth uh a in terms of stats of the amount of time that people are consuming social media certainly during lockdown and then linkedin's come to the fore or something's changing around instagram have you got any sort of platform specific insights yeah i think i mean yes linkedin um i think email is has been opened a little bit more because people have a little bit more time so, I mean, we have a lot of success with email. It's probably our number one platform. So, um, and our open rates, we see them go up for sure. Um, <clears throat> all social media. I think anything you're doing on social has gone up because people are just home more. They're more on their phones. They have more time. They're not doing anything on the weekends um, as much, right? A lot of things have been canceled. So definitely. And then obviously TikTok, you know, for business, we've seen it grown. So. Um, just before we move on to TikTok, um, what sort of open rates do you achieve in your comp- your email marketing campaigns? Oh my gosh, we've been seeing like thirty to forty percent open. Really? Yeah, really wow. high. Yeah, really, really high. And I feel like people are reading. Like I, here's something I was saying to somebody else the other day. I'm like, um, entrepreneur business people are becoming smarter about the way they funnel, you know, their communication. Right. So for myself. I have monday.com and Slack. So Slack, I communicate with my team, monday.com, everything gets assigned. So anything that's in my email box is usually client related. So it's a client emailing me or it's something business related. So a few things sneak here and there that are, and I can skim it pretty well now, you know, so I don't know, there's like less email clutter. It seems more organized where I don't feel as, um, as apprehensive about opening it and then things that I don't want to read you know they get funneled out right you're just like okay bye I don't want to see you anymore but the things that I open I'm actually engaging and I and I have set up some um you know calls with people that are trying to sell me something things like that but yeah I think I think that that's maybe sort of the cause I don't have any analytics stories that this is myself (laughs) <laughs> yeah but that's impressive though in terms of the campaigns that you're running for yourself and with clients that you get you're seeing a 30 to 40 percent open rate on those yeah we're in a very i usually most of my clients are very niche and in niche markets so we yeah, tend yeah, to, yeah yeah 
they tend to open. So how how are businesses starting to use uh, TikTok? I must admit it's a platform that I know little or nothing about other than um, young young kids making silly little videos. So that shows me sounding very old. <laughs> so I, ha- I hadn't realized it had made the transition to being relevant as a lead gen tool for business. Yeah, I think it um, it's fun to make other, you know, something either... Um, right now we're really seeing it more in e-com and like fitness, yep. um, but it's working cause it's fun and it, it just gives another layer of what you can do with your messaging. Um, a lot of the video editing tools are really easy to use. So you can have a video that just is so fun to watch edited quickly, you know, within an hour by, you know, novice and then you know send it out and that gets really high engagement and as long as you're posting to instagram and posting outside of tiktok right and bringing your audience in it tends to work really well and are those videos edited uh, on the phone in, in apps on the phone uh some of them are in apps some of them you have to use other apps but it's all on the phone yeah just quickly right. yeah under an hour editing and you get some really great and what, what could a sorts of pieces of software are people using for the editing on the phone oh man I don't do the editing myself, so I don't okay. <laughs> sure. But I know that. I mean, I don't have my phone on me, or otherwise I could pull it up and give tell you some of them. But I, I'm not. I'm not 100% positive. No, if you're able to, uh, just let me know after any email afterwards with just sure. some of the recommendations that I can add them into the yeah. into the show notes. Yeah, Fantastic. So yeah, that becomes a fun way, an engaging way of engaging with the population, and of course, in in sort of e-com and in fitness, that younger age demographic. Uh, our buyers there so so it's, it's this relevant uh, channel to that market yeah i think it's quickly escalating i think within the next year we'll see it move to you know a 25 to 35 market where it's been in like you know pre-teen teen market so okay so it, it within a year okay so- i think so for sure i mean honestly i have lots of clients asking me about tiktok even clients that are in very niche b2b um, I have a lot of agency partners that are like telling me like, Oh my gosh, I'm obsessed, obsessed with TikTok. Like once you start, it's really, it's actually pretty fun. I have, um, teenage nieces that play with it all day. So I'm like, Oh, so yeah, I, I find it, I can see it becoming very addicting and, and, uh, it moving into the business space quickly. Great. What other trends are you seeing for a marketing point of view or specifically digital marketing point of view for 2021? You know, this video in general is mm-hmm. so, you know, with reels for Instagram. And I know video has been such a big deal for a while. The video is so important, you know, going live, anything video. And because it's so easy to edit now, the more action, the more well-received it is for sure. Any- and for businesses, B2B businesses in their own niche, um, how frequent should they be going live? I, I know we business or niche specific but is a what's your rough kind of heuristic around that i think once a week because you start to really develop you know um a cadence a schedule people are looking forward to it you know you can really understand your audience start building an audience and have patience with it just talking about that with my team you know about um building influence and how it just takes so many years of like nobody listening until everybody's listening so that's that's really important to have the patience to get through those like 
grinding years. <laughs> yes, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, and in terms of the lives then, should they be done at the same time each week? I would do them, yeah, especially if you're a B2B, the way I would do it would be using something like um, either StreamYard or Zoom into Facebook and YouTube at the same time. Yeah. But I feel like StreamYard is more reliable and it also has um, just like really great professional um, tools that you can add to it. Right. And, but you should, should do it at, I don't know, 1 p.m. on a Friday or 10 a.m. on a Monday, well, maybe not on a Monday, but you get 10, <laughs> 10 a.m. on a Tuesday. It yeah. doesn't have to be a set yeah. time or does it, yeah. does it not matter as much? Uh, I find that um, those like lunch and learn hours are really good. So like what you're saying, yeah. like 12 to 2, you know? Yeah, because that, that, that actually begs my next question. That was my next question was, is there certain times that work really well, but between 12 and 2 then where people are probably grabbing a bite to eat then they might just yeah. watch a live yeah exactly yeah. so then they'll justify taking the time and saying like okay you know let me watch this and great great um and then in terms of identifying your niche you know one of the questions that i often get asked is we're busy running our business we are know that we need to be doing more video marketing there's extra time required into that how do we create enough time to be shooting content, getting somebody to edit it, putting a social media campaign together, um, and then um, even thinking of stuff to talk about. So how do you help clients overcome that kind of uh, time challenge and even reticence about really engaging in content marketing and in digital marketing channels yeah i think honestly just content batching one is really important so pick a day and do all your content too and as long as you have a great background um like your library <laughs> something that i it just it, it's not that like, nobody's judging it really needs to just be you know point and shoot get it done it's easy to edit i mean um, like I said, I actually had a, um, a client ask me the other day, they were like, oh, I want to do something that looks like X, Y, Z. You know, they, they described it. I was like, oh, download TikTok and do it there. And then, you know, don't post it, but just like record it, edit it, download it to your phone, upload it to Facebook. And they were like, oh. yeah. I mean, there, it's just, especially with the tools that you can use with TikTok, I mean, you have to see like what these kids are doing. It's like, inc like, some amazing, some of the best like editing I'm seeing. And I mean, they're like 12 year olds that just like play around with these tools. So wow. I would, yeah, <laughs> it's very impressive. Uh, we've just discovered that uh, our, our children both happen to be the same age and uh, we've both got seven year olds. I'm now thinking as you're saying that, how soon is my seven year old going to be <laughs> capable enough to be able editing videos on the phone? <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. They'll, yeah, they'll, they will be able to do it real quick and they'll be like oh and you do this and you didn't like just some amazing I mean um like I said I have an 11 and a 13 year old niece and they show me like what they're doing what their friends are doing I'm just like oh like stop motion and all these things that before you know were so rare and hard and like I, I think that's one of the things as a business owner that I would take the time or someone on my team to learn TikTok just because of the editing skills so that you can then edit something, you know, it'll open up your imagination, right? To be like, oh, I could do this instead. And you don't have to post it. You know, you don't have to 
if you just want it just to edit and then just post it somewhere else, just download it to your phone and post it elsewhere. Fantastic. I love that. Uh, so I think that's that's one certain takeaway that I've taken personally is I'm going to start to take <laughs> I'm going to take a look at TikTok. I've, I've never even been on it. I'll be honest. <laughs> it's sounding really old fashioned. It's really fun. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's it. obviously it's wild, wild west. So there's some crazy stuff on there too, but most. Yeah. And, and do you find that you need to persuade clients much to get involved on uh, on TikTok, or most of them say, "Hey, it sounds like um, a, a rising star in terms of a social network," and then they're happy to play and happy to experiment? Yeah, the clients that want to do it are mostly, like I said, fitness and ecom. So they're already tend to be fun clients, so they're open to it and they they get it done. And then our more B2B serious clients, um, they want to know what the trends are and see that. And then we're still doing more traditional videos, which is fine. That works too. I don't think everybody has to jump on the bandwagon, but I think exploring is worth it because you don't want to be left behind either. Right? No, sure. Of course. And in terms of um, the other videos you're doing for your clients, do you have an optimum time frame um, as in, in duration of a video that you would look for going out on social? Um, so we try to do at least three minute videos so we can splice them, right? Okay. So, yeah. And then we could splice them in for ads, then use them for, you know, promotions, use them for, uh, you know, different things. And so, do you have a, a template for those videos? As in um, what people should be talking to, what B-roll? Yeah. Yeah. Be? We'll do, yeah. We'll do a run of show or, you know, sometimes we'll, you know, yeah, we'll definitely have a template and we know how what to follow and like, you know, what people want to see and depending on the industry, we work with various industries. So yeah. Great. Usually like about three to four minutes. We're not going to post the whole thing, but you know, it just depends. And then if it's a live, then we want them to go live for like 20 minutes or less. Right. We don't have a lot of time. And then do you, um, do you make use of outsourced resource then in terms of the editing of those videos? Um, usually not. We just do it in house, yeah. Yeah, do it in house. Fantastic. So, if anybody wants to find out more about the work that you're doing with your clients to help them grow digitally and the, how you're helping them to have a year of 2021 that's going to be better than 2020, how can they get in touch? Uh, simplifiedimpact.com. That's the best place to just find us, reach out, and you know, see what we're doing. That's great, Anna. Thank you so much for your time today and um, for the fascinating insight into into the shifts in digital marketing. But I think the other thing that has really um, brought to the surface for me is that in the midst of the crisis, when we thought that the end of the world was nigh from many businesses, that actually many businesses have emerged from this pretty flat or will emerge pretty flat in 2020 against 2019, which is a it gives hope for a stronger, better year for 2021. And even if Q1 and 21 is slow, we know that Q2 onwards, we can we, we can turn it around and have a better year in 21 than 20. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Thanks for your time today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to the Business Mastermind podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate and review so that more people like you can get their business back on their own terms, enjoy more success, and create more impact.